This is Bob's World. It seems like those people I've met along the way keep slipping out the door. I'm Bob Welch. One of those people was John Margolis. His story, coming up. Vermont in general, and Northeast Vermont in particular, has over the years become a home for extremely talented people who just wanted to get out of the rat race yet stay active in their chosen field. That's what made a rather ordinary area of the world an extraordinary one for a long time. Actor Louis Guzman pulled a prank on me at WSTJ Radio. Go Google him. He's been all over the place on the screen and lives just north of St. Johnsbury. Two and a half months ago, we noted the passing of Ken Squire, though from central Vermont instead, an ordinary person who had gone all over the world, bringing sporting events as different as the Daytona 500 and skiing moguls at the Winter Olympics into our homes. He could have lived anywhere, yet kept his home in Stowe and his office downstairs in WDEV Radio, which his father passed to him. That was until he passed, two and a half months ago. I could tell you about Ray Jeremia, the former City Desk editor of the Washington Post back in the 1970s, a guy who knew Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein, the two dogged and young reporters who kept pushing and blew the lid off the Watergate affair. He knew them on a first-name basis. The man who insisted we call him Ray taught a journalism course at Linden State College where I went, the stories he could tell. And while I could go on about Ray... I'm about to tell you now of the subject of today's feature. Ray had a guest to talk to us one morning, 26 years ago this winter. His name was John Margolis. Now, John Margolis had reported on Washington for the Chicago Tribune for 23 years and more, which I'll get into, before getting out of the rat race and coming to Vermont in 1995. People close to Vermont will recognize the name, as he would appear on Vermont this week on Vermont PBS periodically, and until just four years ago, he was typing a weekly column for VT Digger, the investigative reporting website. John Margolis was invited to our class to simply tell us about his time being a reporter over the years and to offer whatever insight to us, and he had plenty. We were kids. I was 19 years old at the time. I remember little about the day as far as details, aside from the fact that he was warm and friendly to us kids and answered all our questions. John's was quite a resume, an ordinary person who did extraordinary things. He wasn't just a Washington correspondent. At the Chicago Tribune, he'd been a sports writer, a correspondent at large, and columnist. Now, Chicago's a scrappy town. You have to dig and be a good reporter there, unlike other cities where they'll hand you press releases and have media availabilities regularly. He was previously the Albany Bureau Chief for Newsday of Long Island and had also been a reporter for the Bergen County Record in New Jersey, the Miami Herald, and the Concord Monitor of New Hampshire. But in addition to being a reporter, he wrote several books. Likely the most widely read was The Last Innocent Year, America, in 1964. That year was not innocent, He'd tell you why he gave it the title, and you should read it to truly find out. He grew up in New Jersey, graduated from Oberlin College in 1962, served our country in the United States Army. My friend Steve Nichols of the same radio station group that I started out at tells me he was also an active member of St. Johnsbury's Beth L. Synagogue. Like so many accomplished people I bumped into along the way, John Margolis was humble. Vermont rubbed off on him and he became a part of it. My friend Steve let me know John Margolis died yesterday. 
He tells me he's being buried today in the Bethel section of Mount Pleasant Cemetery in St. Johnsbury, Vermont. John Margolis, one of the extremely talented people I've met along the way. May his memory be a blessing. Bob's World, Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. I'm Bob Welch, and from my temporary field headquarters in central Massachusetts, I'll see you on the smartphone.